Let's do this. The Cult of Hockey podcast by the faithful and for the faithful. I'm David Staples of the Edmonton Journal. I'm here tonight with Bruce McCurdy, who has the everlasting joy of grading tonight's, getting player grades in tonight's hockey game. Six to one lost the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, the, kind of the score was a little bit weird because the orders weren't that, were they that terrible? Bruce? Yeah, Pretty much. Maybe they were. Miko Koskinen, a really rough night. And we've decided before the podcast, we're not going to make a lot of it. Because as you remember, Koskinen had a real stinker start first game last year, and he came back and he was fine for a couple months. So let's just let's just write that off to fingers crossed, just rust, summer of rust, and he'll be back as good as ever. His glove hand will be flashing the leather, and he'll be back next game. So let's just – what we're going to do instead, Bruce, we're going to break uh, – from the way from the two goods, two bad things, two good things, two bad things, and two numbers thing. We've seen enough of the players, and there's a ton of players actually competing for jobs. Like we keep hearing how Tippett is going to quickly get down in numbers at the camp, but man, he's got a tough job. He's got some, he's got a ton of decisions because he's got about 10 forwards and six defensemen for f- four jobs and two jobs. And it's not exactly clear who's ahead and who isn't ahead. But and so we're going to just go to, through the players who are in tonight's game, talk about them, and uh, give them either a arrows up or a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Thumbs up is we want to see more of them. We think that that uh, it's time to, to to focus on those players. Thumbs down means we've seen enough of them and we think it's time for them to go to Bakersfield. So Bruce, let's start with Gustav Nygaard. Thumbs up or thumbs down for you? Yo- Joachim Nygaard? I made the same Yo- mistake. Gustav. I think it's Gustav Nyquist. Why do we say Gustav Nygaard? Because there's a Gustav Nyquist. Oh, there's a Gustav Nyquist. Okay. Joachim, thumbs down for me. Thumbs up or thumbs down for Joachim Nygaard? Oh, I'm going to give him a thumbs up. I think I'm seeing things I like out of the guy. He can really skate. He's slippery. Uh, He's good on the, you know, attacking the zone, the zone entries. And he was making the odd thing happen on a night where not much was really clicking for the team as a whole. Uh, for sure, you're going to want to give him another look. Like he's he's not on the going to be cut tomorrow list, but a few of these guys are. Definitely thumbs up for me too. He played the second lowest minutes of any Oilers forward. Interestingly, 12:47. Only Anthony Peluso at 9:11 was lower than that. Um, I don't know why that was. He who was his line was it Benson and McLeod's line mates? Anyway, he yeah he flashed yeah, a lot of speed and some skill. And he showed some speed and skill every game. He hasn't really been terribly impressive, but he hasn't. He's he's shown enough to think, hey, there there could be an NHL player here, and I'd like to see more of him. I'd like to see more of him with a, um, an NHL center and an, another NHL winger, like two NHL veterans, and see how he does. Yep. Uh, Brad Malone, thumbs up he's or thumbs down? Down for me. He's he's got to be on the next plane out of town tomorrow. He's on that list with a few guys from this game. Just too many mistakes, David, and too many what chances that he did have, he just wasn't able to make anything out of them. And when I say chances, I don't necessarily mean scoring chances, but just chances to, to move the puck, to make a positive play, and it would bounce over his stick, or he'd miss the pass, or uh, he, he made a brutal turnover in the neutral zone on the final goal, but uh, that was just the cherry on top of a, of a not very good game. Yeah, I was going to. Bring up that turnover, man. Ooh, man alive! If 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 it if if it was if there was any ever doubt about where he was going, yeah. going down, 
it's too bad. He's a good AHL player, but yeah. okay. Uh, Joel, Joel Pearson, I'll go first on him. Yep. Thumbs up. Even though he, he too had an absolute stinker mm-hmm. turnover. Ooh, that was a bad one. Um, mm-hmm. It was a night where all the, many of the young defensemen had stink, had absolute stinker plays, a number of them ending up in the back of the net. Uh, so Pearson, uh, other than that was, he wasn't as good as the first game. Um, did they play Clefbaum that much? Let me just check here. This seems like they kind of, Maybe did they? Uh, I can't even. Nineteen fifty-four for Clefbaum tonight, and, and Parison twenty-two oh eight. The most minutes. Twenty-two oh eight for Parison, the most minutes of any Oilers player. Oh, okay. And yeah, Clefbaum twenty-fifty. I see. It used so to anyway, auto update to the end of the game, but it didn't. Well, there you go. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, he he was okay. He moved the puck okay. Other than a horrible turnover, he he wasn't really good. He wasn't really bad. He was kind of. But based on that first game, I definitely you know definitely want to see more because he does have the ability to move the puck. Oh sure. Uh, you your thumbs up there too. Yes. Oh yeah. He made he made a decent play that did help to set up the one Edmonton goal in this game, and he does you know he does some nice things in the offensive zone. But I wouldn't say he had a strong game tonight, particularly. But uh, uh, he was good enough the other night. Obviously, they're not going to be sending him out anytime soon. Peluso, one of the many pugnacious Pelusos who have played pro hockey. <laughs> Anthony yep. Peluso, thumbs mm-hmm. up or thumbs down, Bruce. He's on the next plane to Bakersfield, and then you know he had a he had what I thought was a very good game in Vancouver on Tuesday. I'll give him credit where due. I thought he was very noticeable. He was he was uh, physical and he had five shots on net. You know, and, and the play didn't die on his stick. Well, tonight there was really nothing going on in his game. He was almost completely invisible to my eye. Yeah, yeah. And he's on an AHL only contract. He yeah, got two, he got two exhibition games, so good on him for that. But a two is all he's going to get. Yeah, I'll go Keegan Lowe. Thumbs down. That was obviously a really rough night for Keegan Lowe. He terrible turnover pass. Um, uh, took a penalty. Um, had some other pretty rough moments in the game, and he he he's an okay AHL player. Um, uh, you know. Uh, Time to move on. Yeah, that pa- that pass um, uh, was just it's like a pick six where the football quarterback just doesn't see the linebacker, right? And just steps, <laughs> yes. steps in front and he's gone. A screen pass. And then he was unable to contain the two-on-one that followed. And then even on the penalty play, like he stepped up to the blue line, tried to trip the guy, and wound up not only taking a penalty where they scored on the subsequent power play, but he also got burned where they, they came in and had an excellent scoring chance. So even the penalty wasn't enough to put out the fire. So it just seemed to be overmatched out there. I hate to say it. I, you know, I got I good memories of the guy as being a good, hard, competing oil king. But as a pro player, he has his limitations, and they were on full display tonight. Tyler Benson, Bruce. Yeah, I think they they want to keep looking at him. Uh, I, I'd like to see more out of him. I really would. I mean, you see little little plays, little smart plays, and 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 puck moving plays and stuff, but no finish. Like tonight, he had he was set up a, cro- a good cross ice pass from Ryan McLeod, I think it was, and he had to, he had to uh, uh, you know 
handle the puck a couple times before I let fly. And by the time he did, Markstrom was over there and waiting for it. Where the you know a one timer maybe works for a goal on that play. And I'd like to see him on a like you said about Negar. I'd like to see him on a line with a, a couple of higher end talents and see how he clicks. But uh, playing with uh, uh, with other young guys against full NHLers, uh, he's still got a ways to go. Yeah, so Tyler Benson for me is kind of upish, but not that up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he, he, I think he I want to go down, but I don't think tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think he's going down too, unless he unless suddenly he gets on a gets his chance with Dry Settler, Nugent Hopkins, or even McDavid, and really shows some connection. It's always possible, and he has that that skill and ability, and he, he does his best work, work with a driver like Marodi. He was not playing with even Marodi tonight. Mm-hmm. So um, I think he's kind of the, an interesting, smart, kind of complementary player. And uh, I'd like to see him given a chance to play with better players to see if he can help raise their level of game and fit in with them. So, yeah, we'll see him one more game. Patrick Russell, Bruce, I'm gonna g- I know what you're going to give him, and I'm going to give him the same thumbs up mm-hmm. because, man, he, he looks like, a, like he might be an NHL player. He's really hustling hard. He seems confident. He's just seen, there seems to be a different kind of aura about him on the ice than there is for a lot of it, like, like for Benson, for instance, or Malone. He just seems to be able to keep up, read the game, uh, make plays through hard work at this level. And I could see him sticking as a 13th, 14th, or maybe um, fourth line forward. What about you? Yeah, the same. He's shown enough through three games, which he's played all three now. Uh, as has Benson, uh, he's played all three games and and shown enough to earn another game. And we'll see, you know, if he if he starts to fade as uh, Cap went, goes along. Tonight was his least effective of the three. So yes, I'll say that. But uh, I don't think he stunk tonight, and, uh, and uh, he was, um, you know, without, he wasn't the reason they lost. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Okay, Marcus Granlin, I'm going to, of course, he's thumbs up. He's on an NHL contract. And, um, you know, he, but man, he's shown zilch. Very, very little, eh? Geez, very, if he, if he was like, if he was like, I don't know, if his name was Patrick Russell, for instance, he'd be in the minors tomorrow. He wasn't um, a known NHL quantity. He's really, he's done nothing. Like, he's... Hasn't, he hasn't stood out. Odd little, you know. You see these little things and say, "Oh yeah, there's a there's a veteran pro play," but nothing that really created anything. A note. Okay, Cooper Marody Bruce, two thumbs up. Thumbs I up. I thought that was his, I thought that was the best game he's played in pro hockey, and he showed to me what I've always seen at the AHL level. Now, people, and I hear this again and again from the guys who are close to the team, and I think this came from the coaching staff. Like he's too slow. Like that was the that's what the coaching staff thought of him last year. Looked pretty fast to me out there tonight. He, he, in fact, you know, one of the faster Oiler forwards, and he was making plays all night. So, the, and, and what I love about Cooper Marody, obviously he's not a fast player, but he's a very skilled player with the puck. He makes good plays with the puck repeatedly. I wish they had had both him and Thomas Yurko on their off wings on the power play, Bruce. You might have heard me cursing at home at that four-minute power play where they didn't have the oh. forwards on their off wings. Like, I don't know why, 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 why. Delilah, do they do that, Bruce? I do not know. <laughs> but anyway, Cooper Marodi showed nice. Cooper Marodi. I just thought was uh, that was his best game as an order. Good for him. What about you? Yeah, he's going to get the highest grade of uh, tonight's grades, uh, which aren't going to universally be very high. But uh, I thought he played well. And you know what? He, uh, he made some good sharp passes. 
Um, he, uh, he got the goal. He led the team with five shots on net. He was the only player on the team of the seven guys that took face-offs. Six of them had a losing record on the draw, and he was five out of eight for 63%, you know, which not great, but he wasn't getting crushed like everybody else seemed to be. And he was one of the uh, minority of Oilers who, who held their own uh, in this game. Um, he could be a third-line center, Bruce, in the NHL. I mean, if, you, if you're looking for a faster third line, someone who can come out there and make some plays and maybe outscore the other team. You know, Cooper Morody, like, I, I've been thinking the wing, the wing, the wing, but, man, he's been playing center and he's been playing it well, so he we'll looks see. Like, he looks like a center. The puck goes through his stick a lot. And uh, he's, he's a joiner. He's one of those players I call a joiner of play where someone will pass, he'll be in a good position to receive a pass and he'll one touch it and make the next pass to, and, you know, keep the puck moving. When you say he's not fast, well, the puck is generally moving pretty fast when he's out there. So uh, put him with fast wingers and I think uh, it'd be interesting to watch. Ryan, Bruce, thumbs down from me. I think I've seen enough. I think he's a, a good young player with some tools, but not. Um, they need to focus on the centers who have a chance of making it. So I think that's not him at this point, and just send him down to Bakersfield. Yeah, well, he certainly needs um, time, you know, in, in the pro ranks with lots of minutes. And Bakersfield seems like an obvious destination for where he is in the point of his career. And he looks to me like he has an NHL future. He's got nice skills. Yes, I'm not, I'm not saying that's not the case. He can skate. He can pass. Uh, I'm not sure that he can shoot. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he, he can check. You know, he's he's got... Uh, uh, he's got nice pieces to a game that he's still putting together, but I think he's he, he has a good chance to be an effective pro. But let's let the guy, uh, you know, this is this should be an apprenticing year for him. It should be, and this in the I'm going to say this name about the next player, Dmitry Samarukov. He had a really rough game. I mean, he allowed that. He was one of the culprits on that cross seam power play feed to from. Uh, you know, right right across right through Costco. The one that went right, right under right through Benning. Yeah, but Sam Marukov had a stick in the wrong place, too. He didn't read the play. But he had, he had a rough tentative game. Like, he really needs to go to Bakersfield. It's, it's, he he's just seems like he's not having the confidence right now to play at this level. The physical tools may be there, but I don't see the the reads and the confidence aren't yet there for him to, to thrive. So, thumbs down. Was, I thought it was good in Vancouver, but, man, tonight he was his own worst enemy out there. Yeah. Like one time in the first period, he was just skating backwards, and he just fell, and he basically looked like he landed on the back of his head. I was worried for a second that that was a nasty fall. Yeah. And then, then in the second period, he managed to – he was chasing a guy behind the net, and he, and he caught a stick on the top of the net, and he butted himself in the face, cut himself. I mean – Too much – too much Grabishkov, not, not enough fetch as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a Grabishkov kind of moment for sure. Yeah, that was so rough. And a couple, couple came on, but he did have a tough night, no question. Yeah. Caleb Jones, Bruce, thumbs up or thumbs down? Boy, uh, he's playing his way down the, the depth chart in my eyes. I, I did not like his game tonight. Yeah. He didn't have, you know, he was playing on the right side with Keegan Lowe. And, you know, there was a few fires to put out. But the fact is, he didn't put any of them out. He looked and, nervous. Mm -hmm. He was trying to do too much. He was trying to he was trying to carry the puck a bit too much. He was trying to be, he was just trying to force it. And, like, he's trying to compete. And it's just not, it's, his game isn't flowing for him. That said, I'd like to see him 
in one more game, and I think he will. Yeah. We will see him in one more game. So. Oh yeah, it's not time yet. He's he's in that group, but this was one of those games where the guys who didn't dress probably did more to advance their cause tonight than the guys who did as a group. Yeah, well, we just see Marodi really with a. Yeah, he know, was the one but... a standing. Okay, Gaetan Haas. Thumbs up or thumbs down, Bruce? I'm kind of in the middle on him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's keep looking. There's 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 stuff there. He's got nice speed. I think his defensive awareness is good. We're not really seeing much in the way of offense yet, but uh, he's played two games on the narrow ice. You know, he he and uh, and Negard have the same issue in that front. So you got to be a little bit patient. Yeah, I'd say one more game too. So I'm giving him a thumbs up. Just to see at least one more game. Let's let's see what he has. It is too early to judge the player. He does have good. He does have NHL speed, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see if yes. he has. And he, and he's not he's not a terrible defensive player. He seems to be a strong positional player. So, okay, I'm going to give Thomas Yurko a thumbs up. Uh, I've liked him two games in a row. I thought he played another. He's, he just has a lot of skill. Both he and Marodi have a lot of skill, and the Oilers could use a lot of use some skill. So, um, what's not to like? I mean, he's making plays all over the ice. Um, they were a nice, co- nice combination tonight. Uh, they sure Marotti were. And Yurko, they clicked on uh, on a number of plays with each guy being the passer or the receiver uh, on some of them. So you know they they seem to have a decent understanding of each other, and that kind of stood out in this game. I'd like to see them play with Nuge on the mm-hmm. wings. Okay, uh, Shane Starrett. Yeah, I. Th- well, he's the number three. I mean, he may get another half game like he did tonight, uh, but he's almost, you know, unless Mike S- Smith stays sick for another two weeks, you know, I don't think we're going to be seeing Shane Starrett in the NHL anytime soon. And he, I, I didn't blame him on either of the goals he gave in tonight, but that said, he didn't really come up with any, any uh, stellar saves either, right? And the game was over before he even took the pipes. Yeah, and it stayed over. He's a work, he, 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 yeah, he needs another year in the AHL. Obviously, he's a he's, and we'll see what happens. He had a really good year down there. He was part of this massive winning streak. He's a great big guy. Uh, sometimes it takes goalies till they're twenty six, twenty seven to to make it. So let's see how he does in Bakersfield, and he should probably head there as soon as uh, Smith's healthy. Well, Bruce, let's leave it there. You got some work to All do. Right. So thanks, thanks for talking tonight. Yep, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for sitting through that game or for sitting through this podcast if you avoided the game. This was not a good night. (laughs) And in the meantime, and in between times, this has been another edition of the Cult of Hockey podcast.